Welcome to Adventures of a Blonde Geisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Adventures of a Blonde Geisha. My name is Lisa Wilkerson, and I'm hosting this podcast. Thank you for joining me for another episode. Um, today we're going to be talking about something that completely annoys me. Um, I can't even believe this is a trend, but silent quitting or quiet quitting. Before we get to that, though, it's October. It's October. It's my birthday month. Yay, yay, yay. Yes, this is my favorite month of the year. Um, it is my birthday this month. Not that I'm trying to, you know promote that or anything. But that's one of the reasons it's one of my favorite months. But also, um, this was, you know, October was always so fabulous for me growing up in Tokyo because one, the weather was getting a little bit cooler. And of course, volleyball season was in the peak um, during this month. So we had all kinds of great home and away games, which I love, 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 love. I used to love going on, even though we had the crummiest school bus that we used to go to the games. It was kind of embarrassing. It was like super small and just super obviously cheap. Um, But we had so much fun, you know, like one of us always had a big stereo in the back and we would listen to stuff like Prince. That was when Prince's 1999 came out. And so that was a really, really big deal. Purple Rain and that whole era of music. Um, And then, you know, like, yeah, I have so many great memories of October, the away games. And then, of course, the home games were my favorite because I got to play in front of a home audience, which, you know, what more would you want as a high school athlete? Um, and then going home after all the practices that we would have from volleyball, you know, you go home on the train with all your friends, all the you know, fellow teammates. And of course, this is also when the Japanese Nashi were at their peak as well. And that is my favorite, favorite, favorite fall food, the Japanese pear. And some of you might like be like, what? That's such a weird thing. But I, yes, I salivate over that. <laughs> ah, anyway, so October is completely my favorite month. And so I'm very happy that we are into October. Um, here in LA, we're still dealing with some pretty hot weather, but that's okay. Uh, very excited as well about my trip to Tokyo in December, which I think I kind of teased a little bit on my last episode. You know, I'm busy trying to come up with people to meet and things to do while I'm there. Um, for me, usually, you know, a trip to Tokyo, of course, I try to see as many friends from the time that I lived there, but it's always really hard because I was there for almost 30 years. So, um, and you know, also I try to meet with as many clients as possible. So it's always a really, really hectic time going to Tokyo, but I'm very, very, very excited because I haven't been there in three years. That's just so bizarre to me. Um, and a lot of people have already told me, you know, who I reached out to them. I said, Hey, I'm coming. They're like, well, just be forewarned that it's changed quite a bit 
since pre-COVID. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And, you know, probably, I know, like in my mind, I know, but I think once I get there, I'm going to be like, wow, okay, yeah, it's really changed. So, um, so that's going to be very interesting. And anyway, so I have tons and tons of travel coming up in October, November, and December. And exciting. Also, a little bit, you know, um, it's going to be very tiring for me as well. But I'm looking forward to going back to Saudi Arabia. Um, and this will be my second trip. I'll be going for work. So, so that will be very cool. Um, I'm going for a Comic-Con there. Anyway, so that's just a little bit about me and my life currently. Now let's talk about our topic of the day, which is silent or quiet, depending on who you talk to, quitting. Um, you've probably read the articles. Maybe you've seen specials on it on the news or whatnot. But apparently this is a trend in the workforce, right? Where employees show up for work and instead of quitting because they're so tired with everything, they just do the bare minimum. Ah, like really, really? I can't even begin to tell you how yucky I felt when I read about this and about it being a trend. And the article, the first article that I read was kind of almost encouraging it. And I just thought, man, I have to be honest with you. One of the things when I came to the States that I noticed was huge difference between Japan in that a lot of people that I would see whether it be at a store or at a restaurant, I guess not restaurants as much because of course there's the tip thing that you do, that we do here. Right. Um, so that encourages good service, but a lot of other places, and this includes sometimes customer service as well, but I feel like sometimes they're just kind of dialing it in, right? They're just like, eh, whatever. I'm just here, you know, already. They're already doing the bare minimum. Um, and for someone coming from Japan, living in Japan for over 30 years, where there's always been this culture of pridemanship in work um, in Japan, you know, you'll see people and they take their work extremely seriously, sometimes a little bit over the top, um, which can also sometimes be a little bit frustrating. But uh, it, it was just mind boggling to me. Sometimes the way people react or the way that they would handle things you know, it, yeah, I mean, I think that was probably one of the biggest cultural shocks that I had coming over here to the States. And it's interesting because I, I have people who I know from Tokyo are good friends and they'll come to visit the States and they'll mention the same thing, right? They'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm just so used to, you know, the customer service in Japan, where they're very engaged and they try to help you out as much as they can, you know, but then here it's like, eh, whatever, I just be happy I showed up to work kind of attitude. Um, but what's interesting, too, about this is actually 
at the same time, there's also really good customer service sometimes here in the States. You know, like, honestly, the whole refunds, um, you know, like doing returns, stuff like that is ridiculously hard in Japan. Um, you know, and so when I came here to the States and bought, I forgot what it, what was one of the first things I bought, I think was like, I don't know, I think it was like a dress or something like that. And I didn't really like it very much. And I was going to keep it because, you know, in Japan, it's impossible sometimes to take something back and get a refund and, you know, get your money back. And one of my friends said, well, why don't you just take it back? Right. And I'm like, what? You can do that here? And I think I might have touched on this in one of my other episodes, but I can't even begin to tell you how liberating that has been for me to be able to do that. So now I'm used to this part of the customer service culture here in the US. And when I go back to Japan, it can be so frustrating. Um, on one of my last trips, and I don't think it was in 2018, I think it was the year before, I wanted to buy some earbuds, you know, kind of cute ones for, uh, for a family member. And so I went to Don Quixote, which is one of my favorite stores in Tokyo. It's almost like a Ross slash Marshalls where, there's kind of no rhyme or reason to the way things are categorized, where they're put. Um, and you might buy something one week and then go back a couple weeks later and try to buy it again. It's not there, you know, like that kind of thing, like a very big discount usually on stuff. Um, and it's a huge store in Japan. It does really, really well. Well, and it started off basically buying overstock from different retailers and then turned into this monster business, right? So there's a huge store in an area called Shibuya that I usually stay in. And I had, so I had bought these earbuds there and I took them home and I was like, oh, these are not what I wanted. So Literally the next morning, like it hadn't even been 24 hours, you know, and they weren't used and I had the receipt and everything. I took them back and they're like, no, we don't do returns. I was like, why are you kidding me? Uh, So, you know, I don't know. So there is, you know, on both sides. I think that there's good and bad, obviously. But anyway, let's get back to silent quitting. Um, So this just drives me crazy. And I don't know, is this kind of my age? Is I just don't understand some of the things going on with the much younger generation. But, um, you know, if you're going to show up for work... And you're going to do the bare minimum? Just don't show up at all. (laughs) I won't say that because I know we already have that going on here in the U.S. But, you know, it's kind of, I just don't, I can't relate at all to this mentality of just doing the bare minimum. Like, I don't get it. Um, Why? You know, it's the same, I don't know. And, and, 
Part of it may be because I'm just not built that way. Um, being born, of course, in the month of October, the end of month of October, um, I am a Scorpio. So Scorpios are very passionate. You know, they go full throttle. There's never a, oh, okay, we'll just, you know, kind of breeze along. That's not what we do with Scorpios. We either do it full force or we don't do it. Right. And I am absolutely built that way. And I know that about myself. So when I make decisions, I always try to keep that in mind. And, um, you know, it actually, that is one of the reasons that I have never worked for a company um, in my, what, 25 years, almost 30 years of working. I have always been an independent contractor. I have had opportunities where, you know, a company, I, you know, and of course there's like, so there's this whole argument and it's been going on for years and years, I'm sure, but there are pros and cons to each, right? You have the independent contractor where you get to choose, pick and choose a little bit more of your jobs and you're not completely, you know, like you don't have to, be, you don't have to be with one company, um, so you get a lot more freedom and sometimes that looks very sexy to someone who is working for a company and has to deal with the same people every day, has to go to work every day at the same hours. But with someone that's with the company, obviously you have that comfort in knowing you get paid every month a particular amount, whatever the amount is, you get paid a certain amount and you know that that's coming in. Independent contractor, not so much. You know, I can't even begin to tell you how many times in my world of being freelance where I'm like, shoot, I don't even know where my money's going to be coming in for next month. And I need to figure things out really quickly. So, yeah, it's that hustler mentality. You're constantly, constantly trying to figure out how you can make ends meet. And then once you do that, how you can save money, right? And it's definitely a very, very different mentality. Um, but I think with that also comes this whole mindset of if you're an independent contractor, you cannot half-ass things because guess what? You're not getting your next job. So you have to be out there completely in full force. Um, and so I've always been like that with my work. So when I read about this silent quitting, you know, people just show up and they're like, eh, yeah, okay, okay. I'll just, you know, do what I, what I have to do. And then the rest, I'm just not even gonna, I'm gonna pretend it's not even there. Like that just drives me insane. Oh my gosh. Um, and I think once more, just growing up in Japan for so many years where, there's that pride in workmanship, you know, and you see it a lot, especially in what, 20, 30 years ago, whatever. Um, you would see that a lot more. Now, Japan, of course, is also changing. And a lot of the young kids in Japan don't want to be 
beholden to a company because they've seen their parents and how their parents struggle and how their parents were never home and how they're really unhappy. And yet they don't get the quote unquote lifetime employment that Japan has always had years ago. That's no longer a part of Japanese culture. And so there's a lot of young kids that are like, you know what? I would much prefer to have a couple part time jobs, not have to be loyal to any of them, just show up. And kind of do the bare minimum. So you are seeing this actually in aspects of the Japanese culture, I think, with the whole silent quitting. And I'm sure that this is something that's going on worldwide too.、Um, but it annoys me. It annoys the heck out of me. I don't know. I just can't really relate to it. So,、um, and you know, I do think too that.、Um, I don't know. You know, I mean, I talk to a lot of people and they'll look at me and some of the jobs that I've done and they'll say, oh man, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm good. I think I'm good. You know, I want to do that kind of stuff too. So I'm going to start working as an independent contractor. And I tell them, if you're going to do that, if you're going to switch over where you, you're not guaranteed a monthly salary, Then, what you need to also understand once more is complete dedication to making things happen, you know? And when you're an independent contractor, not only are you working, whatever it is, so say for me,、um, it would be interpreting services, right? So, not only am I the interpreter, I'm also out there as an agent getting my own jobs. I'm also Having to be my own accountant because after the job, I have to follow up with the invoice and whatnot. But then I'm also having to do stuff like, hey, my payment hasn't come in yet. And, you know, there's all kinds of things that you're having to deal with all the time with independent contractor、uh, gigs. And, you know, I tell them that. It might look easy or super cool or wow, that's just so sexy, awesome, blah, blah, blah. I've gotten everything, you know, and I tell them, yeah, there are a lot of great benefits. Absolutely. Would I change my situation? No, I would not. But at the same time, there are a lot of things that I am now. Very accustomed to doing, including negotiating too, right? I'm always having to negotiate my own price, which is to this day, I, it's one of my least favorite things because people always want to sell you short, right? And they want to say, oh, well, I think you could do it for this. I'm like, yeah, I could, but I'm worth a lot more. So I think I should get a lot more. And perhaps even more so as a woman,、um, you know, there's that too. And I think also sometimes in dealing with some Japanese clients, they are, and isn't that interesting? A lot of times it's Japanese clients that don't pay as much for services like what I offer.、Um, a lot of times American clients. See a lot more value. And that could also be because there are a lot of people here in the US that don't speak two languages. Whereas in Japan, 
they don't necessarily speak two languages that well, but at least they are a little bit more comfortable with it maybe because they have studied English, you know, for a while. But um, if I get the same job and there's a Japanese client who's offering me something and there's an American client, usually it's the American client that will pay more. So I do tend to go for that. But, um, but yeah, I just don't think that, you know, it's something that you can switch so easily from being with a company for years and then all of a sudden going to becoming an independent contractor. Obviously, there are a lot of people that have done it and kudos to them because it, it, you know, especially coming from someone who knows how hard it is as an independent contractor. But, um, but yeah, I also think that it really depends on that person too. There's some people who I've met who've approached me and said, Hey, I want to be, you know, freelance and do an independent contractor. And I know them really well. And I think, oh, I don't know if that would really fit in with their personality type either, because I do think that independent contractors, you can't let the little things annoy you very much. You have to be extremely resilient and you also have to, um, just be very tenacious I mean, for me to get one job, sometimes I have to, you know, like keep back to that client like a couple times just to get things going, you know? So um, if you're someone that kind of gives up like like a silent quitter, uh, you're not going to do well as an independent contractor, I guarantee you. I don't know. Anyway, it's just such a weird thing. And it really frustrates me because... I am just in this mentality and this kind of goes a little bit with my last episode, you know, that I did where I was talking about my favorite things, but I just believe we're only on this life for a certain amount of time. Why would you just show up for the bare minimum? To me, that does not make any sense. And it is so kind of against everything I'm about. So <sighs> anyway. So there is my super fun rant that I gave you. Um, I will be bringing up, you know, some interviews coming up. And, you know, as I mentioned, I'm going to be traveling quite a bit. So I'm hoping to get some interviews with some of my peeps from Japan, if possible, which will be fabulous. I just can't wait. Anyway, I just want to say to... All my listeners, thank you so much again for supporting my podcast. As always, I absolutely appreciate you and your support. And hey, life is short, man. Let's not be the silent quitting type. And let's just, let's not show up and just do the bare minimum. Let's be out there full force. That's what I say. Let's do it. Um, I say that in Japanese too, and sometimes it throws off my you know, my clients, because I'm like, so, 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 which means life is short. You have to live it to the fullest, basically. So that's how I feel, guys. Anyway, have a wonderful, wonderful October autumn season. And I will see you on my next episode of Adventures of a Blonde Geisha. This is Lisa signing off, leaving for lots of love, lots of peace. And I will see you guys soon. Ta-ta.
Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be? 